Welcome to the Soul Unleashed podcast, where self-discovery and coloring outside of the lines is encouraged. If you have started your own inward journey, my friend, I'm excited to help you unleash your soul. And now, the man who shatters paradigms, the host of the Soul Unleashed podcast, Mike Nicholas. Hello, friends and fellow seekers. This is Mike Nicholas, and welcome to another edition of the Soul Unleashed podcast. It's been a few weeks since I did my last podcast, and as many of you know, I've been dealing with a personal crisis. My wife fell in early August, and she spent the last nine weeks in a hospital, much of that time in a coma and an ICU, and she's now still an event and all the other things that go with that, uh, tracheal tube, etc. However, I just wanted to explain as part of this podcast something that happened recently and share with you. And just as a reminder why I even do this, the purpose of this podcast is to share with people that come from a similar background to me, at least, where very structured thinking, uh, project manager, military, etc. And I always thought all this stuff was was craziness in terms of something beyond what I had learned in school. I went to Catholic school and grew up as a, as a Catholic, and uh, I had a very specific way of looking at life and very structured and orderly. And I've come to discover that uh, while there's certainly order the way life works, it's not perhaps as I as I grew up to expect it. And so I, I just want to share with you things that I'm going through in the hope that you can relate to these kind of things and, and also point you in the direction of some resources that I've discovered along this along this path. So my wife's in the hospital and the hospital is about an hour or so away from our home. And I grow up there every day. And the, the point of this is that she still spends the majority of the day, you know, 20 hours or so there by herself. And I feel this compelling need as her, her husband or protector, you know, she's there, she can't move, she can't communicate. She's basically defenseless. And I, I feel this compelling need to protect her or to make sure she's okay. Even though this place is wonderful and there's all kinds of wonderful people and angels that work there. uh, It's just, just very difficult knowing that she's there by herself. So what I've done is some of you know from, again, from an earlier podcast that I have different spiritual teams that I put together. And one of those spiritual teams I call Team Love. Now, Team Love consists of people in spirit that are my loved ones. And so it obviously includes our son who passed in 2020, my parents, my wife's parents, and my maternal grandmother, all of whom form this spiritual team to whom I talk. I don't pray to them, but I, I talk to them basically, especially when I meditate and I've asked for their help and guidance and particularly their protection for, for my wife. And I've also asked for their guidance to the care team that takes care of her, that they do the right thing, they make the right diagnoses, that they, they do the right things in terms that she needs in, in the hospital. I, I also drafted two of my brother-in-laws uh, who are also in spirit they're not originally part of the uh, the team love, but uh, I did ask them to to be part of this team. So my two brother-in-laws, my father-in-law, and my son are the main ones that uh, spend time guarding and staying with, with my wife in the hospital. So what I decided to do was go back to a medium that I had been to visit, uh, did a session with about a little over a year ago, I guess. And the topic of mediums and, and that kind of business is a whole separate series of podcasts. But 
through this experience, this awakening, this unleashing of my soul, I've come to believe basically that mediums have gifts. Some of them do where they can speak to and communicate with our loved ones who are in spirit. This particular medium, her name is Priscilla Kersey and Priscilla wrote a book called it will all make sense when you're dead, which I think is an awesome title for a book. So I read It Will All Make Sense When You're Dead, and I, I love the way that she approached things and her explanation of how spirits and mediums work and, and the way she goes about sharing her gift with other people. And about a year or so ago, I did this session with her, and it was done uh, via FaceTime on my phone. That's another thing, too, by the way. I, I always thought that sessions with mediums uh, had to be done in places where there's dark velvet curtains and maybe a round table with a with a, uh, a glass ball on it and everybody sits around holding hands and and there's eerie music or what smoke I don't know but that's not how it works that's not how it has to work and many mediums now particularly when COVID made zoom much easier and FaceTime came along many mediums do things remotely and Priscilla is able to do that very effectively and I, I enjoyed our last session and arranged another session to be to be with her uh, about a week or so ago. So Priscilla called me and we connected on FaceTime. I was actually at the hospital and just went outside and sat outside while I while I did this. And I only want to discuss really just one or two things that she brought up. The session was about an hour, but just wanted to share one thing with you, which was particularly interesting. It, it started out by her just asking me my name and the interesting thing about Priscilla, and I don't know if this applies to all mediums, I know it applies to, to many that I've worked with, is that they tend to flush from their memory anything that has to do with any previous sessions. And Priscilla has says that, said this in her book, that she might come along and, and do a session for you and then see you on the street a week later and she'll remember nothing about what it is that came up or came through during that session. And there's reasons for that. It, it protects them, really, protects their sanity where they they wouldn't want to remember probably a lot of the stuff that comes through so priscilla asked me to say my name which i did now she knew that we had talked a year or so ago obviously because we had coordinated through email and so she knew that this was a repeat session but i don't think she remembered anything about uh, what what had come through during that time and she also the way she works is she works in pictures so different Mediums have different gifts, and her is clear. She's clairvoyant. Some some mediums are clair sentient, where they can feel things. Some are clairaudient, where they can uh, hear things. I think that Priscilla's a combination of clairsentient and clairvoyant, where she she senses things and sees pictures. That'll become important a little bit later. So we started off, and and I had expected our son to come through, uh, Matt, who passed. And all the other sessions I've done with mediums, he's the one that always comes through and he's kind of the, the guardian and whatever. But in this case, she said, I, I have someone coming through and by his position, uh, it would appear to be your father-in-law. So this is where the picture counts. So the way that she sees things is the spirit positions himself or herself in relationship to me and anybody above and to the right is... Uh, in-law, anybody above and to the left is my direct line or my parents. And so she, right away, she said, this appears to be your father-in-law. And she described him and, and she was quite accurate in, in the way she described him. And I said, okay. 
And she said, he's standing with his arms crossed and his legs spread. And he's, he's standing like he's very defiant, but he's not, he's not angry. He's standing like he's on guard. And when she said, <laughs> when she said that, I was like, pardon me? She said, he's on guard. That's what he's doing. He's nodding now. He's on guard. And he wants you to know that he's got everything under control. He's got this. And she didn't know. Priscilla didn't know about my wife. She didn't know that I had team love guarding my wife, any of this. And so I said, wow, that's 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 pretty impressive. Uh, I've asked him. I explained to her then the concept of the spiritual team and who the people were that were part of it and that they were there to, to watch over my wife. And she said, but he's doing more than that. <laughs> he's doing more than that. He's also wants you to know that he's got control or he's influencing the team that's that's looking after her, the nurses and the doctors in the hospital. Well, you could have probably, you know, knocked me over with a feather when she said that. And I said, yep, that's, uh, that's what he's doing. That's what he's there for. And so that's how the session started off. And she went, she went into other things. And after I told her that my wife was in the hospital and what was going on, everything after that kind of reinforced the whole guarding thing. But I was, you know, I was, I was careful to be less than impressed only because, you know, she knew now what the situation was. But that first part with my father-in-law being the guardian and, and watching the, the watching over her, so to speak, really knocked me over. And that's how the session went. And I was, I was very happy with the way that it went. And towards the latter part of the session, she also brought up my, my brother's-in-law, which surprised me. What, what happened was she said, is there anybody else that was supposed to come through that you were expecting that did not come through? And I was thinking of my son. And I started to, to say, I said, yes. And she said, well, don't tell me who it is. Don't tell me who it is. Let me see who's, who else is here. And after a few minutes, she said, I'm getting uh, two male presents that that are basically your generation and appear to be on your on your your wife's side of the family and yes they were my two my two brother brothers-in-law she described one of them pretty well they're my two brothers-in-law and they're the ones that i sort of drafted to be uh, you know the the <laughs> the draft players on team love to assist with watching over marianne so that kind of floored me too that she she picked those two up. But then she said, "There's nobody else that I'm picking up. Who else are you expecting to hear from?" I said, "Well, I would really like to hear from my son, Matt. He you know he passed away two years ago, and interestingly enough, in our previous session, she had spent almost the whole time, the whole hour, conveying messages to me from Matt. Some some very emotional and things that impressed me about that she picked up about him." But anyway, in this particular instance, she said, I, I, I don't I don't sense anybody else. And once I told her it was Matt, she said, hang on, hang on. She said, I'm getting I'm getting some some more information from your father-in-law, who is still playing gatekeeper. She said, he's telling me that your son is with with your wife. And she said, she's his mother, correct? And I said, yes. You know, it didn't even occur to me that that might not be the case, but she she picked that up too. And I said, yes, yeah, she is. And he goes, well, she said, well, they're, they're together right now. And they're so close together that it's almost like they're one beating heart. And he, he wants to stay with her right now. And he, he hopes you'll understand. And I thought, well, yeah, okay. Same old, same old. <laughs> he'd, rather, he'd rather spend time with his mother than with me. I get it. But, um, but my, my father-in-law said that 
that that he he wanted that time because the next time they were going to see each other after she returned back was, was going to be a long time before you know she left this world for, for good and, and went into spirit and they'd, they'd be together in spirit so that's why they wanted that time together so that was fine i didn't really connect with my son as part of the session but i'm i'm certainly fine with that so that's what i wanted to primarily share as part of this podcast this incident this experience with a, another medium and we'll we'll talk more about mediums in the future the whole point is whether or not i believe that i was actually in touch with or communicating with the spirit world and specifically my father-in-law and, and the others that were part of this session and three years ago or so i would have said what are you nuts this is that's craziness <laughs> that 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 uh, something i never would have believed in or thought possible but now I do. I do believe that there are people that have this gift. Uh, they work and they develop this gift. And there's people throughout the, the Bible that have this gift. Uh, so I, I, I believe that I was in touch with the spirit world through this through this lady, Priscilla Kersey. And I look forward to, in the future, hopefully having her on as a guest on this podcast. She has agreed to do an interview. And I find find her fascinating and I find her book fascinating and I've already got a whole bunch of questions I, I can't wait to ask her and to share her answers with you as part of this podcast. So thank you again for joining me on this edition of the Soul Unleashed podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future. Thank you. All right, that's a wrap for another podcast of the Soul Unleashed. Thank you for joining me. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you leave a review for wherever you downloaded this podcast and subscribe? That way you'll never miss an episode and you'll be helping other seekers such as yourself, many of them on the same journey, find their way to this podcast and community. Thanks again. Bye-bye.